this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. A couple things are going to happen. Oh. An abomination. This ain't your grandpa's Orphos. No, 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 it is not. Enlarged. I've been waiting for another chance at this. You're not going to get the best of me this time. And undead. Things are about to get dark in Glass Cannon Land. <laughs> Descends upon the party. No uh, save. No save. No save. No save. But will they be able to do what must be done? This so. is a guy who challenged your belief in Gorm within five minutes of meeting you. Exactly. Yeah. Like and you no lo- longer believe in Gorm? He's probably the toughest guy Lork has ever met. And cut down a former ally. Grant me the strength, Torag. What are you hesitating for? They need you. The adventure continues. No, that's not fair. That's wrong. <laughs> now. there. Matthew here. So, a little contest is brewing in Glass Cannon Land. A contest that's near and dear to my heart. It's the Faraza Al Said Call to Arts. If you head over to the Glass Cannon subreddit, you can see all the details, but basically, if you're artistically inclined, you can create and post an image of one Faraza Al Said, albeit not in bird slash any other wild-shaped form. The deadline is June 30th, and the winner will receive a brand new Starfinder GM screen signed by our very own Eleanor DiLorenzo. Can't wait to see what all of you come up with. Also, I promised in my last intro some more shameless plugging, and here it is. If you live in or have access to the greater Washington, D.C. area, you can catch a reading of my play, The City of presented as part of the Writing Refreshed series at the Capitol Fringe. Tickets are on sale now at capitalfringe.org. That's capital with two A's. We'll also post links on all the requisite social media. There are multiple shows you can go to. Sunday, July 8th at 4.30 p.m. Saturday, July 14th at 6.30 p.m. Sunday, July 15th at 8.30 p.m. Tuesday, July 17th at 6.30 p.m. Or Saturday, July 21st at 4 o'clock p.m. All readings will be at the arena stage. And I'll be there on July 8th if you want to stop in and say hello. Alright, time for the episode. Please enjoy episode 160. Welcome back, Slaughter. Oh, boy. There have been a lot of memorable moments since we started recording this little podcast of ours. I can't recall any. Skid, <laughs> let, me take, let me take you uh, down memory lane, if you will. Okay. There was, of course, the, uh, the death of Jason. Oh, right. Huge Episode moment. 16. If this show was a comic book, like, there'd be like, episode blah, 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 the death of Jason. Yeah. Big one that would sell for lots of money at Sotheby's. <laughs> lots. That's a glass cannon's preferred auction house, by the way. Yes. Sotheby's. The only. This episode brought you by Sotheby's. I can't, I can't even get through that. By Sotheby's. They would be a great sponsor. <laughs> Your auction needs go with Sotheby's. Think of all the sapphires we'd get discounts on. <laughs> I can't believe we just alienated all of our Christie's fans. <laughs> Remind me to tell you about the time I was at Sotheby's and listened to both Bono and Chris Martin do a sound check with the two of them, myself, and one other dude in the room. But this isn't what this is about, guys. That's not what this is about. I'm not here to name drop 
names like Bono and Chris Martin. <laughs> I mean, look, you, you didn't even name the other guy in the room. No. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Matthew. That's how he little he cares it. for name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I'm about. That's not what this show is about. The other guy was Sting. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's good. That's good. We should laugh at our own jokes for a while more, though. (laughs) The death of Jason. Oh, who could forget? I mean, that was a real turning point for this show. That was like the death of Gwen Stacy. Yep. And Spider-Man. Better, though. Better. But, but better. And I think it it touched a lot more people. Yes. Because we had never met Jason. We had never met him. <laughs> right. That's why it had a larger overall cultural impact than the death of Gwen Stacy. <laughs> Episode 50, Death of Gorms. Oh. And, you know, I think it always, n- nothing against Gormley, but it always overshadows the death of um, Ben Vereen. No one ever remembers that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I... I almost forgot his name. You did. I, I saw it in <laughs> your eyes. I saw the panic in your eyes. Person that died. Um, then, of course, episode one hundred. My God, triple threat. Six hours of content. New characters that are now mainstays on this show. Death of Della, Nestor, and Umla. A lot of big stuff. Today's episode, episode one hundred and sixty. It's important for an entirely different reason. Why? I'll tell you why, Skit. Because it is the first episode that we are recording in our new space. Oh! Oh! Look at this. I had no idea. I know, Grant. You closed your eyes the entire time and opened them when I started talking about your son. (laughs) We are in our new space. Uh, We're here. And this is an amazing space. I would say it has it all. The only thing that it's lacking is the ability to record a podcast. (laughs) It really, I mean, it really hits all the other marks. When it comes to recording podcasts, it just falls a little short. We're basically recording in a pillow fort right now. (laughs) We've built a small pillow fort. This is a glorified version of putting a blanket over our heads in recording. It is a very expensive, but just as, you know... Made it home with loving hands as a pillow for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? We, we got to keep recording. We're going to build this out eventually. But in the meantime, there's this... going to be a lot of carpentry involved, <laughs> which I'm yeah. a little nervous yeah. about. Grant using a nail gun. <laughs> I, I don't want to be anywhere near that. Ellie yes. was very upset when Joe and I were seven Bud Lights deep cla- climbing scaffolding to hang <laughs> she was curtains. So nervous. I've never seen seven Bud Lights in, 16 foot ladder. <laughs> Two rungs from the top. What could go wrong? Putting a drill into cement. That, that, that was Troy LaValle that day. Do we even have insurance? <laughs> we did in the old space. Why not? Yeah, they, you should have fallen next door. That's what they'll tell us. Ah. I can also tell you, uh, it was just Joe and I there with my buddy who came over, who's uh, giving us kind of an estimate to get this place more ship shape for podcast sure. recording. And I can tell you, he was like, yeah, I think we can all bang this out just with me and three other guys in the podcast. And then as he was measuring something with a measuring tape, the tape just fell right in his face <laughs> in the eyes. oh pete pete i love you i love you it was just like and then i turned to my wife and my 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 father-in-law has had like a decades-long career in contracting and being a foreman on things and i, I turned to her and said you know your dad could really help us knock this out can we can we pay him to help us and she just looked at me with the like spousal no because he's gonna do all the work for free and yeah right, he doesn't do want to stoop to our level no absolutely not i don't blame him um, but man, this is going to be 
one day this is going to be a really great oh, space. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah. It really has it all. But we have meantime, a vision. We do. Yes. We, we're nothing without a vision. No. Matthew has no vision. No. None. Because you blinded me two seconds ago. <laughs> you threw dirt in my eyes. It's true. It's true. I blame myself. That is on you. Um, but this is going to be a wonderful space. In the meantime, popsicle sticks and glue. Uh, but I think it sounds pretty damn good. It sounds all right. Yeah. What do you think? The competition. <laughs> what? Oh, boy. Just trash talking uh, in general. Competition. I will kick Ira Glass's ass yeah. up yeah. and down. Yeah. He's got to stop sending us emails. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real hateful guy. He's email. been dying to get on this well, show. He, disorganized play. He won't stop talking about it. It's like it. spam at this point. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. I've changed my uh, Glass Cannon podcast email. Because of Ira Glass? I'm now Troy L. at Glass Cannon. Yeah. It's, just, it's too much. He's threatening to sue us for using Glass in our name. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to be his follow-up show. Yeah. Um, Three things he hates. Other people using Glass. Shakespeare and us. <laughs> <laughs> we are here today to do a very important combat. Now, I'm not going to say that this show hasn't been dark. There have been dark moments on this show since early on. Some so dark, we got flack for it. But it's there in the world. Galarian isn't all unicorns and fairy dust. There's some dark shit that goes down. But all things told... We haven't really delved into the kind of stuff that you're about to delve into here. Yeah, this is fucked up. In this weird temple. Yeah. You're looking from the outside and you're like, I think it was Pembroke that was like, this looks like it used to be a temple to Thrymir, but something's changed and I can't put my finger on it. Mm. But they've whoever's running it now, they're worshiping someone else. You come in here, use stone shape. Very interesting move to slide through the side of the building, the western wall. You get into this strange, like, preparation chamber. There's a table that's draped in red cloth, holy symbols everywhere, um, and there's a door. There's one door. Lork says, I'm going to stealthily open the eastern portion of this 40-foot-wide double door. And you open in to see this creature just eating the entrails of a human with an apple stuffed in his mouth, just succulently enjoying every bit of it. He gives you this long, drawn-out speech. I'm going to give you a a taste of your past as well as a glimpse of your future, and then in walks an enlarged, undead, Orphas Norkim. Grant, did you see it coming? How did you feel when he walked in the room? Well, Troy, uh, as much as I love the other members of the Glass Cannon Podcast and my own PC, Baron Ashpeak, nay, Redheart. Um, <laughs> this is maiden name. Yes, name. <laughs> so he shows up on Facebook. <laughs> you got, it's when it's when I finally uh, acknowledge my love for you, Troy, that I dropped my own surname and took up your own. Um, Malibu Knights. This has been my dream since the beginning for Orphos. I think I grabbed you after one of the recordings, and I was like, "You gotta bring him back as an undead dude and fight the whole fucking crew, bro." And I just smiled like uh, Pat Morita at the end of Karate Kid Part One. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Good Pat Morita impression. We'll wow. See. He looks we'll just like see. him. I never great, realized. Great much- gunk, 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 gunk. <laughs> was- You're all right, LaRusso. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest movie of all time. No one appreciated that. People at home, though, were like, he gets it. I'm a big, big Ralph Macchio fan. Go on, Grant. 
No, this is just uh, my dreams are coming true. It's better than the time we ran away and eloped. Almost as good. Almost as good. You know, there's something that was that troubled me about this when you first when we first did it in our last episode, and I couldn't put my finger on it. Partially, it was because the lights were off, and I was just I'm afraid of the dark. I'm I'm a I'm a five year old child, but. Uh, when I was a kid, like I grew up four blocks away from the Denver Natural History Museum, mm-hmm. and there was a there's a section of the museum dedicated to Native American cultures, and one of it is like there's a section about um, like uh, Pacific Northwest Indians, and there in there there's a kind of uh, 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 like they made a little like cabin like in in the museum, and inside there was. There's an exhibit about this uh, about potlatches, like you know, Salish Indians, and there's a there's a ceremony that they that they do where it's like they have this giant wooden carving of this Salish goddess, who she, uh, she cuts herself open and gives her up her like her her insides for people to feast from, and so it's this giant wooden carving of this stylized uh, goddess, and they fill her abdomen with food and they eat out of it and it always scared the shit out of me as a kid <laughs> mm. it was so creepy mm. and i realized that that was what that it like it tapped into that something was really unsettling to you and you can yeah. put a finger on it yeah. yeah yeah i mean that the the idea of uh undead and cannibalism it's you know especially with the popularity of the walking dead it's something that we can all immediately connect to whether you watch that show or not it goes back to night of the living dead like you immediately have a visceral reaction to this we can i don't care if you don't play pathfinder you don't play starfinder you play any of these games you're like oh i I know what's going on here Mm -hmm. and it's unsettling um to see this character come back it's a really cool way i think to kind of uh add finality to that story maybe or maybe it's just the beginning i don't know let me show you what this creature looks like. <laughs> this podcast just becomes the story of the rampage of undead Orphas. <laughs> party through party through party. That's how we're going to finish Unkillable. This. <laughs> well, if this is a TPK, maybe it becomes the Orphas Norkian story. That's what there I mean, go. yeah. The creature that was sitting there who talked to you, who mentioned Ergothoa in his speech, looks like this. Oh. Oh, oh wow. Oh, okay. Wait. I see why you were slight, you were speaking almost so like oh, urbane, yeah. like kind of like... Right. Is he undead, too? I don't know, Matthew. I can't give you that information. Hell of a try, though. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked so innocently. <laughs> you might notice he is wielding a pretty badass sight. Yeah, yeah. It, lo- it looks from here like a four times crit weapon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks that way to me as well. Um, bleed, little bleed. We have, we have stalled long enough. No good can come from this. Things are about to get dark in Glass Cannon Land. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Oh, no. oh. oh, first time in the new space. <laughs> first roll in the new space. Awesome. Here comes the ones. That wasn't so bad. Okay. That wasn't so bad. All right, let's start. Mr. Lork. Since Grant is uh, has two characters at stake here, technically, tell me what Baron got. Rolled a natural two, still ended up on top with a 15. Oh, man. <laughs> Only you, Grant. Only you. Lork Iron Tusk, Lork with gets, his trusty companion, Capenita. He gets a 24. 24. 24. Show enough. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. And uh, good where you were the one to open the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pembroke. 
A potent. I did roll a natural one, so my Ooh. initiative is two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> always want your wizard going last yes, in round great. one. That's, that's really, really modern important. wisdom. Save the best for last. That's the new meta in Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> you want your wizard to go last. Wizards go last. Wizards and rogues. That's a saber metrics. That's pure saber metrics. <laughs> Wizards and rogues go last. That's right. It's that's like batting, batting your pitcher eighth. <laughs> <laughs> so I never expected that. <laughs> Raza El said. 27. 27. Beautiful. Ooh, doggy. All right. My initiative tracker is complete. You see the room here. I've got a beautiful map that I've used the Mondo map for. I've drawn the the exterior of this whole building, and you guys are just taking up a very small portion of it, as you can see. And this room, large though it is, is still comparatively sp- small when you look at the amount of people... Oh, it's going to be very tight quarters. ...that are going to involved here. So you got to remember, the decisions you make are going to affect everyone else's decisions. Only one side of this 40-foot door is open, so there's only a 20-foot wide space that I've denoted by that swinging door. Don't worry about that door being uh, an obstacle in the space, but it just shows you that only Baron and Lork are standing in front of an opening to the room. Round one! Hello, my friend. Um, can I? No. I guess I can't detect undead because I don't have that spell prepared. Um, okay. So what? Tell him you do. <laughs> I doesn't just, know. What do you think of this? Just Episode one thirty something. <laughs> okay. Faraza is going to reach over to Baron. Oh. Touch him sensuously. Oh. Where? 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 Just the, on the shoulder. The rump. No. <laughs> Please, I'm, it's a request. I'm, I'm taller than you. Veraza is going to touch Baron on the sh- shoulder and cast Spider Climb on. Oh, him. oh wow, whoa, whoa, wowza! Very interesting. Wow. <laughs> Don't know where that's going. Huh? Some tall ceilings around here, though. Yeah, you said yeah. there are twenty foot ceilings. That's twenty that true. foot ceilings. How long does that last? That lasts forever. A half a round. In terms of this combat. One half ten, of a round. Ten minutes per level. Wow. See, that's pretty dope, man. You sure it's not a half a round? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Fair enough. You, it, it lasts until the start of the character's turn. Right. <laughs> Baron, you do get a will save. <laughs> I, I, I am a willing recipient of your spider climb. Just even though you just touched me on the shoulder. Roll the save to, anyway. I wanted to give you agency. Uh, all right. Natural Next. one. I failed. All right. Yeah. And got that out of the way. Yeah. Thank you, Troy. Next up. Do you, you're going to ever give me my move action on this show? Oh, damn it. You do it on purpose. You just wait. Yeah. You <laughs> just, just sit there in wait. silence. <laughs> All right. Where do you want to move? Directly into the room? Yeah, that's exactly it. No, I'm going to take. I'm going to step to the side. Okay. <laughs> to the left. You're already in the way back. Nope. You just moved Pembroke, Joe. Well, you would have had to have moved to touch me, correct? If you were. No, no. You she were. was right behind you. Okay. All right. So you take just a little five foot step Ten to foot. the right. Ten foot. Ten foot step away from Baron. Like, good luck. Takes off. I'm out of here. See ya. Lork slash Caddy B. Oh, man. Oh, Lork. All right. Lork is going to, uh, seeing Orphos come into the room, has a very serious impact on Lork because he's thinking about... This dream that he had, where he fa- you know he faced him and, sure. he, and and he beat him again. Well, I say again, he would have beat him in real life too, but 
He beat him in the dream so easily. He's so much bigger and stronger. And now he's even bigger and even maybe stronger and mindless, it seems, and not able to, uh, you know, there's no way Lork thinks that he can talk him out of anything. You know there's what I mean? There's no there there. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I am actually going to take the shaken condition on Lork ah. at the oh. moment because this is messed yeah. up. Uh, but he's still going to try his best to power through uh, and fight through it. This so. is a guy who challenged your belief in Gorm within five minutes of meeting you. Exactly. Yeah. Like and you no won- longer believe in Gorm. He's probably the toughest guy Lork has ever met. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he just like he got his uh his lungs ripped out of him. He knows he's dead. He's no he, there's no way he's coming back. And he sees this really messed up ritual. He's really terrified. Things are really messed up. Uh but he's going to try to keep his uh keep his friends alive as long as possible. So, um he's going to actually challenge uh Orphos. Wow. Uh while being shaken. So he's afraid of him, but he's going to try to keep him away from everybody else and just say Samurai's uh, challenge? You have I've that been, What's that? Samurai's <laughs> No, no, not a mechanical challenge. Oh, okay. He's just going to say to him, I, I've i been waiting for another chance at this. You're not going to get the best of me this time. And he just slides fully into the room so that he can free up the doorway a little bit for everybody. And he's going to take one deadly aim shot oh. at his oh, head. No. Uh, just try Boy. try to hit him. Now, is, is he now the giant subtype or is he not the giant subtype? Uh, no, he is... Uh no, he is not the giant subtype. Not the giant subtype. That's really dangerous uh, for us. Okay. Uh, all right, so that is a 20 even to hit. Against flat-footed AC. Flat-footed AC. That is a miss. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. This ain't your grandpa's Orphos. No, 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 it is not. He does not even look like the same person. There is a shimmering glow of, like, energy around him. Okay. Uh, and then Lork is going to say, Cat, get the other one! And Cat is going to come ch- go charging into the room and go face-to-face with this uh, deadly creature. Now, I would, I believe I would have to push Cat if this creature is undead. I'm not fishing for information, but sure. if you think the creature looks or smells sufficiently like supernatural, then Cat would not go right away. But if, if it's flesh and blood and she can smell that, she would go. Sure. Um... Cat is a little unsure. So I have to push. Yes. All right. So I'm going to say, what are you hesitating for? They need you. Uh, and he gets it. So okay. that's a DC 25 handle animal made it. And so she goes after she him. She rushes into the room. Rushes in. Right and, up in its bits. And jumps at him uh, for a bite. Uh, that is an 18 to hit. That is a miss. Figured. So Benatar is right up in this thing. Rough round for Team Iron Tusk. <laughs> not great. Not, great. not a great start. Interesting strategy. <laughs> See how it plays out for him. Well, this is your first uh, time facing him as an elf. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is this a giant? Uh, because then if it's a 20, um, I said uh, 18. If it's a 20 hits, then it's a hit. It is not a hit. I mean, a 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Neither okay. would hit. Every right, 20 right. hits. It's I, I always forget <laughs> that she gets uh, Lork's favorite enemy bonus, which is actually 22, but I'm going to stop now. Oh, as usual, you've put this animal companion right up in the face of this enemy, which is a, a new strategy for you. Your animal well, companion has always thing. stayed back. Cat, the cat goes in. We've been wondering what Cat's thing is. Maybe this is it. Yeah. Um, she goes in and she lives to tell about it. We'll see if today is any different. You know, it's tough because... Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I mean, it is my turn. It is this strange, robed creature with the sight. I really don't want to attack Cat Benatar. 
but you're right there. It's it really really sucks. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to five foot step um, back to have Cat ben- Benatar be between myself and the rest of the party. Like basically, um, so I'd be flanking with Baron. I'd be flanking Cat Benatar with Baron. Five foot step and two attacks on Cat Benatar. Okay. This with what? Oh, with the sight. With a sight. All right. First attack, 26. That is a hit. A couple things are going to happen. Oh. The oh. first thing that's going to happen is Cat Benatar is going to take 21 points of damage. And... Energy drain. Oh, dear oh, God. No, I hate it. She effectively it. has one negative level. Uh, no save. No save. No save. Next oh attack. God. Oh, my God. Uh, 18. Miss. Miss. D- she dodges the second one. Dodges so scrapes the on the ground. Capitatar has one negative level. No save. Brutal. And it is Baron's turn. Whoo, doggy. So from where Baron was standing, was he able to see into the room, or did he just hear this kind of speech? Oh, no, you're right. When Lork opened that door, you're right right at the other edge of the opening into the room. Okay, so Baron is going to step into the entrance of the room, and if he has a... uh, an eye on the uh, creature that is attacking Cat Benatar. He's going to fire at it with his giant spaying crossbow. He sure does. Now, the creature is going to get cover because it did step behind Cat. No very, problem. Very intelligently step behind Cat. Fire away. Quick complimenting yourself, Troy. Here we go. <laughs> very intelligent. Natural 1731. There you go. 31 is. Is it giant subtype? Yes, it is of the giant subtype. So, what is the two hit? We're talking a 33 with Bane. With the cover. Come on, baby. Barely hits. Yeah! (laughs) Barely hits. Barely hits. Oh, it was crossbow. I was like, barely hits touching? (laughs) Run! Barely hits. Baraza slowly closes the door. (laughs) (laughs) With Baron and Lork. Lork and Baron and Cat inside. She stone shapes something over the door. So that is 26 points of damage. Oh, beautiful. And as free actions, the following free actions I would like to take. A couple things are going to happen. A couple things are going to happen, Troy. pee, run. (laughs) Sorry, run is a move action. I am going to... Full round action. I'm going to drop my plus one giant bay and heavy crossbow. I'm going to draw Della as part of the quick draw feat. And I'm going to attempt a knowledge check to determine the monster subtype of the creature in the back. Pretty sweet. And quick draw doesn't make it a swift, right? No, it makes it free. Okay, go and roll knowledge local. Uh, that's a 12. Sorry, Grant. There's one rule you can't make. That's a huge bummer. So I'm going to, uh, as a swift action, Troy, because I can take a swift action. Can I not? <laughs> was that, I a, was am, that a yes? <laughs> if you must. I'm going to call down the judgment of Torag and put on sacred destruction plus two oh, on me. <laughs> how many judgments per day do you get at this point? Two. Two. All right. So very bold move burning a judgment here. But he knows what's going on. He knows the score. Judgment of sacred destruction. Mm-hmm. Plus two. Beautiful. Moving right along. It's Orphas Norkium. Oh, story. no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Now, if you remember a couple things about Orphas Norkim, Orphas Norkim had incredible reach. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. this, Grant? Do you remember this Aber- when you created this? Aberrant bloodline, my friend. That's French. right. He had aberrant gib- gibbon arms. Gibbon arms. <laughs> he had a little thing called uh, abnormal reach. 
straight out of the book, which means he can take a five-foot step and unleash fury upon Lork. But is that what he what he wants to do? He has so many different options here. I mean, he's quite a spellcaster. If I he remember really correctly. is. I mean, he's got there's just there's just so many options. There's only so much time. But no, no, he's going to take a five foot step into the room and swing twice with his great sword. Grant, would you do the honors? Oh no! No, and no, roll no, these no, attacks. No, no, that's not fair. That's wrong. <laughs> I'm looking at Grant with sad eyes right now. Grant, I mean, you never roll that high. I think it's only fair <laughs> that we let you, just for old time's sake, roll you a are, couple. You are as evil as this dude with the scythe. It has poisoned your mind. Someone's got to play Natalie and Brulia's torn. Nothing's <laughs> fine, Grant's torn. I'm not torn, though. So, so Troy, I'm not <laughs> um, I want you to pick which D20 Ooh. will be for you the big reds, the classic, Choose. the dwarven ones Choose. are pretty good. The weapon of your destruction. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with big red. No, big no. We red. get two attacks. Maybe I'll ch- switch it up for next attack. Right. I don't know. I don't Can know. we also agree that if he rolls a one, it's a misfire? <laughs> <laughs> His weapon doesn't work? The only problem with this is you're going to know my to hit, but please. It's like it's like squall in uh, It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it really does. Here we go. First attack. This is going to be five Ooh. on the die. 22 to hit. That is a hit. Oh boy. So that is going to be 33 points of damage <laughs> and for some reason 4 points of acid damage. What? Zoom, this great sword just comes in. Ba, 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 boom! Roll again. Another 5. Oh, this oh. is only going to be a 17 to hit. Uh, that is a miss. Ooh, ooh, so you get crunched by that great sword. You know the kind of damage that thing can lay out. And then get burnt by this like acid that's lacing the weapon. It looks like it's crawling off of his body right onto the hilt of the sword, right up the blade itself and onto your body, Lork. And even though he may be changed, I think you can hear after the first hit on Lork, his former traveling companion, you can hear a low, hoo, hoo. <laughs> Grant, I like that, but please let me run my own characters. Uh, Pembroke, you're up. So, yeah, I think Pembroke is fucked up, too, because this is one of the first friends that he made out in the wild. Yeah. You know, him, Lork, uh, Raza and Orphas. So we were a little, we were a team for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Like this is, and to see him in this state, to see him again at all, and to see him again in this state, I think, I think he's shaken as well. Oh, Ooh, there you wow, go. That's I like fair. It. I yeah. like it. Uh, and he is going to use his quickened meta magic rod and cast haste on everyone. Ooh. Ooh. So good. So smart. Including and Orphos? Yes. Including yeah. Orphos? Because I, I got confused. He's not with us anymore. For all time's sake. Uh, and then he's going to begin <laughs> casting Summon Monster 5. Oh. Okay. All right. Awesome. Shit. Awesome. A GM's Shit. nightmare in a tiny room. <laughs> I hope it's a water creature. All right. Round two. I forgot about that. Like, not only did Lork come upon Orphus, but then Lork and Orphus, two violent half-orcs, came upon this old human looking for the uh, gravestone of the Whispering Tyrant. Yeah, the Whispering Tyrants, the the Gallows Fire. Right. And now that that version of Lork, long long gone, Orphus now undead, and Pembroke in the midst of this 
quest, perhaps the last of his life. We're going to round two. Feyraza, lot going on here. What do you got? Feyraza is going to walk up to the open door. Okay, and close it. And close it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say the Pembroke. Time to go. No, she's going to cast uh, a little spell called Fire Snake. Whoa. What? Never heard of this one. So basically... Walk me through this. Walk me through Fire Snake. You create a sinuous line of flames that you may shape as desired. The Fire Snake affects one five-foot square per caster level, and each square must be adjacent to the previous square, starting with you. The Fire Snake may not extend beyond its maximum range. Creatures in the path of the Fire Snake take 1d6 of fire damage per caster level. Oh, wow. Wowza. What? So she's going to shape it so that it goes straight out, hits Orphos, and then turns to get the... Uh, the other, the other, the other, guy. Wow. And then she's going to wind it so that there's a nice little block of fire there in case they need to take a five foot step. Casting time on this bad boy? Uh, casting time is instantaneous. Target no, no, one action. The duration is instant. duration is instantaneous. Casting time is one action. And target is one ally. That's, that's <laughs> funny. Um, it does have spell. I do. I would have to roll for spell resistance if one of these guys has spell resistance. I would like you to roll spell resistance for Orphos Norkeem. Get out of here! Oh, oh no! Man. <laughs> 18. I'm sorry that we'll not be hitting Orphos. Holy oh, shit. No. This now, is not the Orphos Norkeem. That is astounding. From a if long he, time ago. Actually, actually, I guess it's not. It's a level 10 immune to the spell encounter. entirely then, right? Because the snake... Yeah. This, yes. yes. So just it, the snake just whispers by and hits the other creature, though. Yep. So that is... Uh, 10d6 points of damage. DC what? 19. Oh, you get a reflex. No, you I get was going to say, there must be a reflex. I was like, 10d6. Uh, okay, and that doesn't max out with a caster level like it. Maxes out at 4d6. All right, I tried. <laughs> uh, oh, good reflex. You said reflex, right? Yep. 25. Damn it. All right, so for half. Booyah. Just roll 5d6. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, damn. <laughs> you rolled three sixes, a five, and a two. Whoa. Go. Wish we were doing ability scores. 25 plus 42 points of damage. Oh, half. Man. You take 21 points of damage. Wow. That is wow. a good round of good. half damage. Fire, fire damage. Fire damage. What's it called again? Fire snake? Fire, fire snake. snake. Sounds like a, a hair band. <laughs> yeah. Give it up for fire snake. <laughs> Come on, feel the noise. <laughs> that one? Girls rock the boys. <laughs> so I'm imagining, I imagine it just goes away now, right? It goes away never to be cast again on this show. <laughs> Read the text. In the meantime, we're going to Lork, unless you want to move. <laughs> oh, you already moved. I already moved. <laughs> you have an eagle you want to move or something? <laughs> all right, Lork, you're up. Uh, all right, uh, I'm sorry. Remind me of haste again. Is it an extra attack on a full uh, attack on action? On a full attack action, yeah. Get a little bit of everything. An additional 30 feet of movements also? Yeah, you just want to click that haste on that hero level. Yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. It's going to change. It might even give you a boost your AC, one plus one AC. It does does indeed give you a boost AC. All right, Lork is going to enact uh, defensive bow stance because he sees the length on this greatsword. Avoiding attacks of opportunity, he's going to stay right where he is. For this, for the moment, and unleash hell on Orphas Norkim in the form of four arrows. Wow. Back to back to back to back. Wow. So, so you stay right there. Uh, yeah. Actually, is Orphas, uh, does he have the orc uh, type, subtype? He does. All right. I can tell you that information. Then I'm going to use four orc bane arrows. Oh, wow. Now, here's the thing. Oh. You are within his reach. 
Yes, you were probably reading something when I said I use defensive bow stance. It and doesn't do not, provoke. It does not provoke. So I've got a lot going on. I actually have a whole Orphus cheat sheet here because there's so much going on with Orphus. <laughs> so he gets how many attacks of opportunity? Uh, he gets zero attacks of opportunity. Fire is going to unleash. Uh, here we go. Uh, first attack is a miss. Beautiful. Uh, ooh, this is actually oh, bad Lork, now. Lork is uh, second attack, miss. That's wow. a natural two and a natural three. Oh, oh, God, man. No. Third attack. Attack is a miss. That's oh, a natural no. seven. Oh my and fourth god. fucking attack is a natural one. Oh my god! Jesus oh. goddamn! Oh, you, you're staring right at his face. It makes sense. It yeah, he's shaking. Up. He's shaking. He can't. He can't line it up. Roll to confirm it. He can't line up. The, I mean, let's see <gasps> five bad rolls. Oh, in this row. better not confirm Don't as an fumble. actual fan. Confirm. Oh, I'm sorry, not confirmed. Are you can't, sure? Well, I don't know. Twenty three. Twenty three. Not confirmed. Oh, okay. wow. Thank God. Not Thank confirmed. God. Uh, it's still uh, very, very, very bad, though. Um, all right. And then Cat Benatar is going to go. Uh, that's Four astounding. shots. That's terrible. That's astounding. Four shots from 15 feet away. I mean, he's just looking at the man that he could have become, perhaps. Yeah. Natural two, natural three, natural seven, natural one. Rough, rough round. Uh, and now Cat uh, Benatar is going to go after this creepy scythe guy okay. and try to get him uh, with... Uh, a double attack. Creepy McSites. Yeah. <laughs> so first attack, natural one. Oh, oh man. my God. Roll that to confirm. To confirm is probably going to confirm. That's a 23. That's a big old fan. Oh, no. my God. Oh, big old. Oh, no. Let's do animal companion specific ones. <laughs> that randomizer. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, there's Nick Love. What's up, Nick? There we go. <laughs> Didn't he specifically ask us not to play that one? As long as we sing it out. <laughs> he keeps saying, like, don't play that. <laughs> okay, this one comes in from Michael in South Bend. Oh. Really? Is the name of, oh. the, of the fumble. Okay. Really? Really? All enemies within sight are emboldened by your hilarious ineptitude <laughs> and get a plus one morale bonus on all attack and damage against you for 1d6 rounds. Oh, no. oh, oh my boy. God. Do I to roll that 1d6? Uh, two rounds. Two rounds. Two rounds plus, plus one to hit one. and damage against Cat Benatar. She is going to take a second, uh, another she is slash. Humiliate. Another slash. This one is a 27 to hit. That is also a miss. Okay, so this is over. <laughs> this is over. And the third attack is a miss. Run. That was, that was a natty 17. Run. Yeah. So the stone bad. shape is closed up, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Rough. Rough. <laughs> no damage. Zero damage round. That was so bad. Yeah. You actually, seven attacks. We're actually worse off for you haven't taken your turn. <laughs> we yeah. are. Yeah. Actually, things got worse. Yeah. Things yeah. definitely got worse. Uh, so it's my turn again. Uh, I'm Fancy really, uh, again, I, I, I have no interest in attacking Cat Benatar. Um, but. I'm, I'm what because are you of the do, size of this room. But what about her hilarious ineptitude? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is power attack so I can kill her and move on. You probably can do that, actually. First attack, especially if I get that crit. 20 to hit. Miss. Get out of here. Oh, wow. Miss. No, excuse me. What 30 to 20. hit. 30 to hit. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right. So that's going to be, uh, oh, jeepers, only 31 points of damage. And she takes another negative level. 
Oh. Every single hit. Oh, boy. Just to let you know what's happening out here. Second attack. Ooh, that's going to be an 18. That's a miss. That's a miss. Okay. Same thing you did second Same attack thing last, I did last time. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with power attack on. She's just... also bleeding out, not actual bleeding, but bleeding out hit points with those negative levels, too. Yeah. They're going down. So basically, if the same thing happens next round, she's pretty much done. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> This guy's just clearing the room. Yeah, I gotta say, I had a feeling this combat was gonna be very bad. In his defense, he did say he would do more with your corpses in death than you could ever do for yourselves in life. Has anyone else offered us that? No. I don't (laughs) think so. So take heart in that. If you fall, this clearly sane creature (laughs) will uh, hold your memory steer. We're moving on here. Pretty good deal. I don't know if we can... (laughs) Take take the deal. Yeah. (laughs) Baron... Red Peak. Red Peak? <laughs> That's a new one, Troy. Red Peak Iced Tea. Baron looks up at the sky. He can almost see through the stone ceiling of this chapel, and he's sure he sees Toreg smiling above him, and he says... Laughing. <laughs> what a loser. Um, grant me the strength, Toreg. And he targets as a full round action the arms of the creepy guy with the scythe. Ooh, I Son like of a biscuit. It. I will hate like it. it. We'll, I hate it. Is we'll, he going to get any cover there? Could, you, you can just take a five foot step to avoid that cover. Sure, I'll take a five foot okay. step. You sure about that? I think uh, if he's aiming for that guy, he's still going to get that plus two. He has a straight line, uninterrupted, right to oh, the creature. The Benet- okay, yeah, yeah. Benetar- yeah, yeah he's up. just sliding to the I side can't of Cat see behind my giant creature. <laughs> it is huge. All right, all right. All right, this is at plus 18. Ugh. So unless it's a misfire. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that is a 23 against touch AC. Oh, shit. 23 against touch AC uh-huh. is a hit. Yes! Drop that scythe, baby. Woo! So it just, it just uh, drops the scythe. That's yep. how that works? Yo, Fago. <laughs> I get drops to, the scythe. I get to uh, have him drop an item carried at my choice, even if it's carried by two hands. Okay. Wow. And is that a, like a grit point spend? That is a grit point okay. spend. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's, it's expensive. And it's a full round action yeah, where I could be doing a ton of action shaboing. or yeah. damage. <laughs> a ton of it's action. a whole shaboing. It's a whole shaboing. Well, <laughs> I know who's next after Cat Benatar. The good news uh, is I still have five grit points left, though, Joe. That's the good news. <laughs> Let's talk about you even took that feat at eleventh level. Even better news. Let's talk about Orphas Norkim. Finishing off once and for all the man you knew as Lorca. I'm so sorry for even laughing. I will only roll die. I think it's time to do something really horrible. Orphas Norkim just He screamed when he entered the room. His lungs, no longer there, just this like (gasps) gaping hole where lungs used to be, making this sound that echoes throughout this soundless room. (laughs) (laughs) He just... From out his body, acid starts coalescing and sprays out in a 30-foot cone towards... Everyone. Oh, no. Lord. Including his master. Cat. That's bold. Uh, I think he can avoid the master with a five-foot step. Either way, he can avoid the master if he stands directly next to him, pretty sure. That's going to hit Lork. That's going to hit Cat. That's going to hit Baron. That's going to hit yep. Feyraza. And that's going to hit Sweet Sweet Pems. We Pems, do. you're going to get a bonus to your reflex save because you are behind uh, Faye Raza. That, that, it, so. that cover gives you a little bonus to your reflex. And Baron is behind Cap Benatar. Uh, yes. There you go. All right, so everyone roll a reflex save. 
Alright, come on, Lork. I need it. I need it. Natural one. Oh, oh no! That's a, that's a big old fail! <laughs> that's a fan fail. Baron, what'd you get? Is it a poison spell or spell-like ability? Uh, it is a supernatural. All right, then it's a 29. 29. Boring old 29. <laughs> You're okay. You jerk. Lork? 24. Cat? Uh, 14. Fail. And Pim? 10. Oh, poo. <laughs> All right, so Baron and Lork passed. Everyone, and you, so you take half, I think you take half. Half damage. Yeah. Everyone else takes 14 points of acid damage. Now, I have, I have energy resistance against acid. Oh. Oh, then there you go. How many points? Five. Ten? Five? All right, Good. so you only take nine points. Great. Very nice. smart. Good. And Lork takes no points, just so you know. When it takes him a little longer to die than you thought, he takes no points. Fair enough. I don't like it, but I'll Cat, though, staring permadeath in the face. Oh, wait, no, you took out the scythe. All right, all right. She but, might live another round. But it's real close. You might want to unarmed attack her, Troy. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, it is Pembroke's turn. Pembroke just acid searing away. It's burning holes in my garments. I'm going to assume there's no, there's not room for a huge creature in this room anywhere. Huge? No, because of the placement of your, your allies. They were not paying attention. Just stand on top of Cat Benatar. That is, yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping she'd go down just so I could do this. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, based on the, yeah, based on the room. Sorry here, about my character being alive. <laughs> you would think your allies would know your incantation as you were doing it. Like, we need to get out yeah, of the way. Yeah, I was actually, I didn't want to interrupt the flow, but I was going to say, like, on his turn, he was going to say, clear a space. Like, no. It's not your fault, Skid. It is the fault of Lork, Baron, uh, and Cat Benatar. No, right. it's Cat Benatar's it's fault. It's mostly oh, Cat Benatar. What's the problem? Well, I want to summon a huge creature, and I can't. I, there's oh. no room to do it. Oh. Um, you do it from behind? Oh, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, there. you know, you can summon it behind them. Is there... Behind, Only behind this the side of the door. door is... Are those doors open? This side of the door here is open. The, the door it's the ten, there's a 10 foot opening ten oh foot. actually you know what I'm gonna do it in the room that I'm in ah okay that'll work so uh Pembroke uh completes the incantation of his spell and he summons a huge ankylosaurus <laughs> what? It, his name's Alan. <laughs> Alan the Ankylosaurus. Does he take up a 15-foot square? Yes. Oh, my God. So yeah. you, you basically summon him. Uh, you don't have one of those bases? Uh, no. No, I don't have one on me, but I'll get it. <laughs> so an Ankylosaurus appears <laughs> yeah. right past the table where you stone-shaped into the room. Yep. Hello, uh, my friend. <laughs> it's going to take some teamwork to get this guy in doing business. Do yeah. you have a name for this Ankylosaurus? Alan. Alan, yes. Alan the yes. Ankylosaurus. Alan, uh, is it a thick Ankylosaurus? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, Show me that smile. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to use Metamagic Rod okay. um, to shoot. Uh, oh, actually, first, he's going to do knowledge checks on Orphos and... Uh, the other guy. Okay. So, knowledge religion, I assume, for Orphos. Uh, knowledge religion on Orphos. Okay. Oh, that's 15. That's now you, do you, it. Re- you certainly recognize him. And would it be knowledge... <laughs> well, what happened? Would it be knowledge local on the other guy? Be a little knowledge local. Tone okay. local. Yep. Nah. Failure on both. Shaken. Man, can't get these got a lot shaken. Yeah. Um, but he is going to fire, use the metamagic rod again, and... Uh, let loose with uh, uh, magic missiles on Orphus. Okay. 
Um, and is that spell resistance, right? It is. It is. All right. Uh, what is it? How does it? I add my caster level. Caster level. Cast level. Uh, Seventeen. That is going to be a fail. Oh, oh man, we can't get any breaks. It, you mean you picture Pembroke and Lork are going through? Yeah, what you guys are yeah. going through. Really? It makes sense. You just can't. How do you harm this guy? Yeah, you know he's no good, but you can't do it. And we move on. Well, no, I still have another thing. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a that was a um, magic magic rod. Yes. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm going to cast a regular magic missile again. Okay. Uh, on Orphals. Uh, there we go. That'll get it. Um, okay. Well, so he gets through. Yep. And that'll be. All of a sudden, Lork just sees these shoop, shoop, shoop. eighteen points of damage. Fireworks come in the room. Eighteen <laughs> points of damage, man. I was hoping. I was hoping, Skid, you would cast Magic Missile on Orphas nor Kim, because all of them just boom, 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 bounce off of that shimmering glow. Oh, he's got shield that cast. Lork saw no. in front of him. No. Only took me 160 episodes, but I think I've figured you guys out. Round three, or as I call it, the end of Cat Benatar. Feyraza, you like animals, right? Feyraza is going to cast Warp Wood on the unattended scythe. There you go. No saving throw, right? He's not holding it. Yeah, I'm not holding it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know the the particular rules, but I mean, I'm assuming it's going to give it at least the broken condition. No, it does. It takes a minus. You take a minus four penalty on attack rolls. Minus four penalty on attack. Bowed all of a sudden. You son of a bitch. (laughs) If it's magic, though, does that affect it? Oh, good point, Skid. Good point, Skid. Uh, magical weapons get their own saving throws. Let me check. It's a DC 16 will. It is not magical. It oh. Is, it is oh, a okay. masterwork quality, but where he's not holding it, he doesn't get the Yeah, because it chance, would, take the, would take the creatures. All right. Save. Yeah. So it's warped. It's warped. <laughs> it's a warped side. <laughs> All right. Hold then, me to that minus four, because I'm not going to put it in here or lab. I don't have that kind of you time. You have to remember oh, it, Matthew. Hold me to that minus four. And then Feraza is going to get the fuck out of the way. Because <laughs> there's a there's friggin' a dinosaur <laughs> in the room. So, Feraza, do you want to do anything? Do you want to open the door? Is, oh, is this door, the door is... That will be a standard action to open the door. I can't do it. Or move it. Oh, good, yeah, because you wormwooded, right? You can move action, open the door, but you have to stand. Wormwood. But then I'm standing away, so yeah. I, will move, I will just move myself out of the way. So she just moves... To the left. Out of the way. That but is the Ankylosaurus can go through a friendly square. You can stay there and open the door, and it'll be better. Can yeah. it still charge? Uh, he doesn't. No, have to, it cannot charge. Not with everybody else, it's, he's not going to charge anyway. So just, he just has to be able to stand there. Oh, well, then I'll open the door. Yeah. All right. So uh, she opens the door. Yes. And now there is a forty-foot opening into the room. Plenty of room for a dinosaur, but that room is cramped. Yeah. It is cramalama ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Lork. Any final words for Cap Benatar? Oh man, you're up. This is so bad. Um, yeah, I, I, th- this situation just turned really ugly really fast. And yep. Lork turns around. He sees the magic missiles, doof, 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 and they all don't affect Orphos. And then he sees a dinosaur, <laughs> and the door busts open, and a freaking huge dinosaur <laughs> is trying to work its way into the room. Um, and and Cap Benatar, Cap Benatar is right in the path. Uh, oh. So he's going to say, Cat, frank him with me! And try to get out of the way and get away from these guys. So Cat is going to try to... Oh no, that would just be silly. Um, 
Yeah, uh, well, it doesn't matter anyway. Cat is going to try to move. Actually, Lork is going to go first, and okay. he's going to move around Orphos and out of the room, back the way that Orphos came. Oh, into the next room. Into the next room. Wow. So he's just oh. going to roll an acrobatics check to avoid an attack of opportunity. I'm sure you'll from Orphos. Orphos. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So that's going to be. You're not going through his spa- space. You're just going around. Just going around his space. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-one. 21. So sorry. That is, gonna, that is going to uh, be an attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. You want me to roll? Or, you know what, Grant? I'll let you roll. This <laughs> yes. I, no, I mean no. <laughs> yes. No, I mean no. Natural one. Yeah! Fuck you, Troy! <laughs> you have lost Orphas rolling. Oh, no. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, roll to confirm. 11. Uh, so that's going to be a 28 to hit. Oh, God damn it. No pop. <laughs> 20 plus 17 to hit. Oh, no. And you continue on your movement, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And even with combat reflexes, it wouldn't... Uh, Doesn't matter. It's the same and type so, of movement. Yeah, and so... Uh, Look, let me stop you right there, because you're in a new room. I want to tell you what this room looks like. It looks like some sort of preparation room, similar to the first room that you came into. Um... There are murals on the wall here depicting a titanic figure composed of ice, tall enough to overshadow mountains, stumbling into a vast, mist-shrouded body of water. Wow. Other than that, there are doors leading out, and you don't see anything else. And it's, I'm sorry, it's a mural? It's a mural. Mural, okay. All along the wall, and you see a table where you would think that Orphas was being brought back. Oh, wow. Um, so there's a big table in there. The table's like middle left of the room okay. that you're in. So you have some, some room to do some stuff. All right. Uh, so finishing that move, he is going to do a, uh, a shot. He's going to take one shot uh, at Orphas. Okay. Yet again. Um, uh, 26. 26. Through that open door there, maybe a little bit of cover. Yeah, that's going to be a hit. All right, there we go. And he does 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. You don't sound too excited by it. No, no, it's, it's not a lot. But, I mean, it's hard to do a lot against non-giant subtypes. Sure. Um, Halor could do so much more against giants, but not so much against non-giants. Yep. Uh, and then Cap Benatar is doing the same exact thing, flanking around her enemy. Trying to get so, around. Yeah, so she's going to try to roll the acrobatics check. That's a 25. 25 acrobatics. No, that is a... That's a fail. Yeah, okay. It's going to try and slam Cat Benatar. Okay. You don't like that? I, I, there's just no change in its ability uh, with... Um, so it can do that unarmed. Sure. Slam unarmed. Oh, okay. yeah. Absolutely. Slams Cat Benatar. 14. To hit? Yeah. Okay, so that's a miss. Okay. Damn. All right, so yeah, Cat is going to get all the way around and in the other room with Lork. All right, so Cat and Lork get in there. Now yeah. you guys are in a completely different room. Right, we're on the other side of the enemy. Baron, so if the dinosaur gets Baron in there. is alone in that room with those two large creatures. Oh. And then Feyraza and Pembroke are in the other room with the dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> and it is, is that all you can do? That is all I can do. A cat's not going to attack because she's too far. You know, she only has melee attacks. So, okay, cat shoots her bow four times. <laughs> now, uh, all right. Now, based on where the uh, the giant that almost killed Cat Benatar is standing, uh, he can't charge because I said only the uh, the easternmost door is open. So I have to actually move into the room. However, 
that giant will follow Lork and Cat Benatar into that room. Oh, that's bad. Is he going okay. to pick up its scythe? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, right? It's messed up scythe. <sighs> move action, pick up the scythe, move action into the room. So ten yeah. <laughs> cutter. And ten feet away from Lork or end uh, right directly next to Lork? Uh, you know what? He's not really afraid of Lork because Lork has just missed over and over <laughs> yeah. and over again. So he'll stand right in the doorway there, slightly behind Orphos, okay. ten feet away from both uh, Lork and Cat Benatar. A perfect place to do a, a cleave with a scythe if he has that ability. I'll have some time to look it up. In the meantime, it's Baron's turn. Uh, shit. So Baron really... <laughs> shit. Shit. <laughs> this is one of those situations. This is a sticky like, wicket. Shit. This is a sticky wicket. Baron is an impossible, in an impossible situation. Baron, hearing the Ankylosaurus behind him, even though his master is aware that he can move through a square, just wants to clear out some room, so he's going to move 15 feet towards the wall, and then another 15 feet up the wall. Oh, so All right. Right. spider climbing up the wall. Welcome back, Spider Baron. Yeah. Spider Baron does whatever is spider. All right. Uh, <laughs> Cut that. So he. <laughs> That's my line, Joe. I know. So he walks yeah. towards that table with the uh, half eaten human corpse. That was only 10 feet. It was only 10 feet to the table. So just okay, so and uh, you have the extra movement because of the haste. Right. That's a total of 40 feet for me. It's maximum. Double your base movement speed, which is 20 as a dwarf. So you're almost away. You're almost at the corner uh, between the wall and the ceiling, just looking down. That's at Badass. That is amazing. That's pretty uh, cool. Pretty, yeah. pretty. All right. And then he is going to... Shit. <laughs> we can take this break for you to add two more points of damage to Orphos Norkim, because I completely forgot that Lork's other favorite enemy is undead. Well, how... how oh. uh, <laughs> I told I you that think was coming handy, handy, buddy. One. I told you it was coming <laughs> You're welcome. Because of that swamp. <laughs> 130 episodes because ago. Because we were going into that swamp, and he thought it was going to be full of skeletons. Yep. Whatever. Yep. You dummy. When metagaming backfires. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting kind of... Um, Move because it's kind of putting me at a disadvantage. I'm outside of touch reach, uh, 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 resolving against touch AC against both people. So Baron's going to pull out uh, one of something you haven't seen in uh, probably 100 episodes. What? He's going to pull out flash powder. Whoa. Flash powder. Ooh, okay. And he's right. going to make a ranged throw attack at them. Okay. Creatures within a 10-foot radius burst are blinded for one round. Ooh! Oh, wow. It is a fortitude 13 negates, oh, but it's the most creative thing I can think okay, of. Okay, I like right. it. Did you, you use that at Battle of Chunau, right? Is that the last yeah, time you used it? Yeah, I think that? so. Oh, yeah. That's going way back. Yeah. And I'm going to cash in a bottle cap oh. disadvantage uh, Orphos. To disadvantage Orphos's rolls. Yes. Okay. Wow. Let me get that. I like how you just put it down in front um, of you. <laughs> do undead usually have good fortitude or bad fortitude? They usually have bad fortitude, right? Because they have no con. I don't know. But I don't know if they get unnaturally good fortitude saves or yeah. something and because they have no con. Orphos is his own beast right now. Um, all right, Mr. Grant. So uh, you're doing a ranged touch attack or you're throwing yeah, it Yeah, just a throw it in the square in between the two of them. All right, that's AC5 to just hit a square. Boom, it's a hit. All right. So, I got to roll uh, two reflex saves for Orphos. Fortitude. 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 Okay. Uh, Orphos made both of them. Of course. And then the other dude. Oh, yeah. Crushed it. 
Crush City, so they both made their saves. Well, it was fun. Do they take any damage? They take no, no damage? No, 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 no. So you basically just put on a big light parade. Yep. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I'm a big, celebrating the I'm life I'm a big yellow fan, Troy. <laughs> That's an illusion, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Trick is something a whore does for money. <laughs> oh, but I'd like to... I'd like to... So you let me roll a knowledge check against uh, Orphos earlier. Knowledge local, I think. Uh, yes. So can I roll a knowledge against the other creature? I will allow that. Yes, Which that's going to be a knowledge you... local. Okay, knowledge local. Beautiful. I don't know anything. <laughs> Damn it. That's we why I let you roll get it. these knowledges. Okay. Man, what what does one do in this situation? It's Orphos's turn. Uh, he's a real fun guy to play, by the way. <laughs> real. A real treat. Um... I mean, I guess he's going to do this fun little uh, action here if if it's going to be beneficial to me. That's what I've got to really make the decision on here. Oh, this is great. Orphos is going to uh, slide in front of the giant. This is so great. And he is going to stamp on the ground oh. and do thunder stomp to try and trip Baron off the wall. Oh. Boom! What? what? It's a trip attack against Baron. I would assume if he falls, he falls straight off the wall. But you can just—it just says you can attack a creature on a wall. Well, it's—it's it's basically your sh- he hits the ground and it ripples throughout. So I'm ruling that it goes up the wall. I mean, you could easily punch the wall next to him and shake it. Um, it's too fun for me to not go, allow. Go this. for it. So it is a straight up uh, CMB. It's going to be in the 30s. Do you want me to know the? You want to know the full number? Against your CM Dizzle? Uh, yes. 33. That gets me off. Oh, no. You trip and fall 20 feet? Sure. 12 points of damage. Oh, I rolled two sixes. Oh. Oh. Baron just falls. Now you might say, ah, Troy, that's not how Thunderstomp works. That's how Orphos' Thunderstomp works. <laughs> Boom! He's, he's a magical ah, creature. Falls off the wall. Am I prone now? On or? The floor. You are prone on okay. the floor, laying next to the table with the mouth of this human just smiling at you with a big old red gala apple stuffed in it. And it is Pembroke's so he, turn. Wait, he's lying on the table? He's lying on the table. <laughs> Uh, so then that's only 10 feet of falling, Troy, if I fell on a giant table. All right, you know what? Give yourself six hit points back. Yeah. You're correct. Pembroke, what do you got? Uh, Pembroke and Allen. Vaudeville <laughs> act. Yeah. So Pembroke <laughs> steps aside the and turns to Allen and says, Allen, we can use a bit of the old ultraviolence. <laughs> And Alan, like, roar, like this rumbling, like, howl. And he, like, comes into the room and swings his mace-like tail at... Is it a, is it a, a bipedal creature? Um, I can't picture an ankle. It, no, no, quadrupedal. If, if yeah, they're like they look kind of like turtles with like a tail with like a mace. Uh, at the end of it. Okay, yep, yep. Um, and so that thing whips around. Yes, so whips around. Kind of like a, a natural twenty with its fucking tail. Fifteen. <laughs> oh, that is a thirty-two to hit. Yep. Yes. And that is much needed. <laughs> uh, uh, 14, uh, that is 26 points of damage. Whoa! Wow, that is great. Just comes in. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> the comedy silence of Pembroke lo- Allen. I always love in, uh, involving dinosaurs. We gotta get more it's dinosaurs. Always, I, I always think, like, sometimes you're scared, sometimes you're lonely. 
if like a dinosaur showed up and helped you, how much better would you feel? <laughs> I'd feel a lot better. Right? I think we should all get a plus one morale bonus. I think the shaking's gone, <laughs> frankly. It was self-imposed. So I, yeah, I if think, you feel like this stirred you up. I'm so I'm so heartened by the appearance of my good dinosaur friend Alan that I'm like, no, I, I'm unbeatable. So I'm Pembroke is no longer shaking. He feels very shaking. confident by this. Yeah, what awesome. are you gonna do, Pams? Uh, so he's going to use his last uh, quicken and... Oh, no. Yeah, actually, he's going to use his last quicken and cast Dispel Magic on Orphos. Oh, nice. oh that's brilliant. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, dispel really Magic. This, this gets a little nutty, but you basically... I think you roll a caster level check. Yes. Well, first, does that allow spell resistance? Um, no. It doesn't. Okay, so it's just... Let's get into this. Let's get into Spell Magic. So it's the DC is 11 plus the caster level of the spell being targeted. Right. But basically you roll it and you... I roll a caster level check. Right. And the DC to dispel the spell is... It starts with my highest level spell and then all the way on down. And it works down. Right. All right. So Um, let's roll your thing for us. 20, 26. 26. Okay. That is enough to dispel something. (gasps) Both of the spells that are on him right now... Our level one spells. Oh. So I'm going to roll to see which one it dispels. Well, I was going to aim for the shield. Like, I can target, you know, so I can. Targeted dispel. Yeah. All right, then uh, shock shield is gone. Oh, okay. shock shield. Yeah, Very so his cool. AC goes down and magic missiles will now go through. And now I will thing. use my my <laughs> other spell cast to use my last instance of magic missile. And this you would still have to roll spell resistance. Right. Um, okay, so spell resistance. Uh, 20. You made it. Yeah! <laughs> SR 19. Oh, oh, nice. So close. So good. Uh, so good. So good. Uh, so, so good. So good. <laughs> Sweet. 19 points of damage. Oh, Brutes McGoots! <laughs> wow, Orphos. Poor Orphos. We're even in the fight. Guys, we're going to round four. Woo! I feel like this is going to be one of those rounds they're going to talk about. Feyraza, you're up. A lot going on here. Baron, it just fell. Apple in his mouth. <laughs> there is a lot going on. And I cannot see into the room, really. Uh, I don't have line of sight on anybody. That's true. There's a dinosaur There's a in your dinosaur way. There's a dinosaur in my way. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Feyraza is going to wild shape into an arctic turn. Okay. Standard action. Fair enough. And then she's going to fly into the room. Arctic turn, fly into the room. Okay. And that's it. That's all I can do. You sure? Standard action, move action. <laughs> Lork. You sure? And Cat Benatar. Lork and Cat Benatar. Uh, all right. Lork is going to... I'm going to remove the shaking condition. I can't even see Orphos right now. The giant is face-to-face with me. This is his favorite enemy. Mm-hmm. He, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's getting himself settled down. Take your shots. So he's gonna, Yeah, he's going to uh, take off the shaking condition. You are within his reach. Yep. He is going to, uh, he is going to take a five-foot step back. Leaving Cat Benatar completely open to the attacks of this giant. <laughs> and he is going to uh, unleash Arrow Hell. Let's see if any of these can hit. He basically is going to have to get a critical hit on this guy. Does he guy. still have the flame arrows? Does this, is that still? Uh, it's got to be done by no, now. No, yeah, no. That, that was, yeah. That's a while ago. That was like a day ago. What do you think? Over, under, one hit? 
Uh, how many attacks? What's that? How many attacks? He gets four attacks. Uh, I'd say one. I'd say one will get through. One. What will get through? Uh, miss. Yep. That's a, that's a, that's a good <laughs> start. Natural four. Natural three. Oh, my right. God. Oh, there we go. That's a 33. There we go. That'll hit. Okay. And that is nearly... Max damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. right. He does 30 points Whoa. of damage. Wow, the first wow. real good yeah. blow against this guy. 30 points of damage. Took you four rounds. Yeah, and then this one definitely going to have to be a natural we 20. We put the over at one. Uh, no, that's a 21. We got, so it. We, we got it, Matthew. What do we win? <laughs> Misses on the last one. You get to play some Pathfinder. Anything and left for Cat Catty Benz? Uh, no, I'm going to tell Cat Benatar to withdraw. So Cat's going to get out of the way and kind of go into the corner of the room. Wow. So Cat just straight up withdraws Limping. to the corner. Limping. Which means it is this creature's turn to step up and straight up attack Lork with two attacks. Full round Action! Five foot step. Here we go. It's got its scythe back. Matthew, are you ready to remind Troy? Yes, I am. Oh, the minus four. All right, I'm taking... Do I want to take power attack off? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take power attack off. Leave combat expertise on. Ah, that's the high AC. I'm nervous here. I really want to kill you. Oh, you're definitely going to hit me. I can tell you that much. Oh, it's out of the box, and it's a natty one! <laughs> Here we go. <gasps> I rolled the same thing. All what right. It's worth. All right. 22 to hit. Minus That's four. It. 18. Yes! Yeah! That would have been a hit, and is wow. now not a hit. Nice. Son of a nice. bitch! Nice job. Matthew! Next one, another miss. Yes! Wow. <laughs> Tis fate, <laughs> LaValle. Tis wow. fate. I've got a, such a high to hit. But Neon Green is not with oh, me. Oh, this guy is so dead. Today, Baron, you just, boom, hit that table. Crack. Baron rubs, like, the, the plaster and, and whatever stone has fallen in his eye from that thunderclap. And he kind of clears his vision and focuses in on, on Orphos Norkim, whose name he does not know, really. It says... I don't know who you are, but I'm sending you straight back to hell. And while prone, <laughs> takes a swift action <laughs> to enact Bane against half-orcs or orcs on his weapon. Nice. Wow. And will take four attacks against him. <laughs> Bane, or- I love this. Stop, 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 stop. And will apply four of his remaining five grip points to be up close and deadly with each <laughs> shot. Wow. Oh, man. Question, do you take wow. any penalties being ranged from prone? No, with a gun, it's a, like a bonus. Oh, God. Yeah. It's not an actual bonus, but like you're prone with a gun, you're almost more this, stable. This is not good. Yep, it is not good. It's bro. so good. Cool. You guys picture around the table and be like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. This is so badass. The first one is a 30. <laughs> Second one is a misfire. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, yeah! wins this round. <laughs> Third one. Wait, can you? Do you have a grip point? I can quick keep clear? on. I don't need to quick clear. The only threat is that my gun will burst if I misfire. Oh, so you just right. keep going. Yep. Wow. Wow. The third one is a twenty-four, and yeah. the fourth one is another misfire. Oh, yeah. oh, no! The gun explodes. No! And we'll see you next week. No! I went out in a blaze of glory. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.